The Dragon Reread is brought to you by the Armadillo Podcasting Club. Did you know that in the Bible, Santa's sleigh is actually pulled by armadillos? It was actually a result of a mistranslation. The Aramaic word reindeer, which means armadillo, was confused for these stupid fuzzy deer things from Finland. <laughs> I did not know that. Armadillo-related facts to unlock bonus content and find out how you can access our episodes a day early, check us out at patreon.com slash club. Wheel of Time turns and ages come to pass, leaving memories that become podcasts. Hello there, welcome to The Dragon Reread. We're rereading Robert Jordan's Wheel of Time series of fantasy novels. I am Jeff Lake. I'm Alice Sullivan. And I'm Michael Sparkman. And today we're going to cover chapters 34 through 36 of Crown of Swords, book 7 of The Wheel of Time. Previously, Elaine is on a goddamn roll. She used her magic queen voice to rally the Ebudar Aes Sedai, then she immediately takes them back to those assholes in the circle to show them that she's totally legit. I mean, to recruit them for Egwene's team. Uh, they learned that the circle contains like 1,700 Chandlers, which I guess is a really big circle, but you know, whatever. Uh, and that's good times for Elaine, but uh, back in the tower, Elida is having bad times. All of her schemes are falling apart, and Alviarin takes this opportunity to really lean into the, into the whole evil puppet master thing. Elida's last Hail Mary play is to set off a Black Aja hunt, headed by an adorable pair of Aes Sedai who, frankly, I'm already more emotionally invested in than literally anyone else in the White Tower right now. So I hope we get to see more of them. <laughs> uh, also, Mogedian takes a quick moment in passing to try and blast Nynaeve out of the fucking pattern with Balefire. Remember all those times we said someone should off Mogedian instead of keeping her as a prisoner indefinitely? Well, you know, I hate to say I told you so, but, you know, <laughs> who am I kidding? I love saying I told you so. <laughs> uh, I fucking told you so, Nynaeve. You should have killed her. <laughs> anyway, it all works out because uh, Lan just happens to be there at that very moment to rescue her. Because Nynaeve is Taverin, obviously. <laughs> uh, wake up, sheeple. Okay. Um, and also, Min watches Rand take a bath for some reason. I don't know. I'm not sure what's going on there. That's it. Well, apparently he's a fine-looking man. Uh, I mean, yeah, but like, do we need a chapter about him taking a bath? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if that's your thing, you know. Men enjoyed it, that's for sure. But, I mean, some people like tall, clean men. <laughs> <laughs> I like my men like I like my pizza. Dirty. And short. And short. Short and dirty. <laughs> Deep dish. <laughs> right, men and I guess all of the, the Spear sisters who are also in the room watching him take a bath. Right, yeah. It's kind of a kind of crowd. He had an audience, right? Yeah, that's how it is when you're king or emperor or whatever the hell he is. You get lots of like people huddled around watching you take a bath. Yeah, you have like the gentleman of the privy whose job is to stand there while you're pooping. Really? Is that a thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and he'd wipe your butt. It was a yeah. privilege. What? It, it was like an honor. They, they would get like the child of the most powerful lord to do it. Wait, what do they do with the, the stuff afterwards? I mean, they throw it out, I'm assuming. Oh, okay, that's not part of the honor. You don't get to keep it in a jar or something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Chapter 34, Taverin. Icon of the Sea Folk. So Rand, who is now in a much better mood, uh, because he learned he didn't rape men, and he had a bath, uh, sets off <laughs> with a... Waste to start off a day, I guess. Yeah. He sets off with a massive procession to meet the Sea Folk. It feels like Rand can't take a dump without an entourage, speaking of our previous <laughs> conversation. Like, yeah. he's got this crazy entourage just to go for a walk, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like a, a representative from every military force that works for him, and a bunch of Aes Sedai, and man, it's nuts. 
speaking of Aes Sedai, it's hilarious. We get further verification that when somebody in the warder Aes Sedai bond, when one of them bones, the other one gets a positive after effects of it. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. yeah. Alana takes Min aside and they have a talk. Yes. And Alana, I guess, you know, looks, she's rosy cheeked and looking pretty calm. Alana was calmer, more relaxed than he ever remembered. <laughs> I mean, yeah, sometimes you just need a little bit of action to like help you chill out, you know? Yeah, or, you know, the person who's like occupying your headspace. Right, right, right. You know, you some secondhand action. bones. It doesn't matter where the oxytocin comes from. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> what do you call that? Not secondhand bones. Is that like, um, that's secondhand smoke. Yeah, okay. Secondhand, yeah, secondhand bones. bones. Yeah. I, th- I think if Rand knew that Alana could feel his orgasms, he probably would not be okay with that. Uh, yeah, you know, honestly, what we know about Rand, he's barely okay with the fact that he's having sex. If somebody <laughs> else knew he was having sex, he'd probably not be okay with that at all. Well, right. Min does not tell him, which I think was a good call on her part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What were we all talking about? Oh, no, we're talking about lady stuff. It's not important. You'd, you'd be real boring. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, okay, I'm really glad he's going to be the, meet the Sea Folk finally, but like, this is a risky proposition considering how NDA made out with uh, the Sea Folk. Right, that's true. Going in, this could a be bad real bad. Deal. You know? Yeah. And uh, he's, he's there, he has this giant procession through the city, there's roaring crowds, it's unclear if they're roaring because they love him or they hate him. Roaring at him or with him? Yeah, and at some point Rand impulsively appoints Mirana to lead the Aes Sedai instead of Bera and Karuna. Yeah, which seems to make people happy. She was the one who got deposed, right? Yeah, she's the one who led the delegation and tried to, like, intimidate him and just flub everything. Yeah, and then when the other Aes Sedai showed up, they were like, get, get the fuck out, you're not in charge anymore, right? Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, but she also, this is a great pick because she's Grey Aja, she's a negotiator, right? Mm-hmm. She's, this is a wonderful person to have at your side. Yeah. He doesn't give it any thought, he just sort of does it. He picks a lot of people at random, and it usually ends up working out. So I mean, yeah, it's just his thing. Yeah, he's kind. It of, seems like he may be a little bit miffed at Bera and Karuna for acting haughty. Yeah, I think that's probably true. Either way, the some of the Aes Sedai seem to think that's a a good choice. Yes, yeah. they they head down to the docks, and then they head out in a boat to the uh, Sea Folk ship. Mm-hmm. And at, Min mentions at some point that, that she's seen in a vision that these five Aes Sedai that are with him are loyal, which is really good to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because, uh, you know, there could be dark, Black Aja in there for all we know. Right, yeah, but then I guess we know there are not Black Aja in, those, in that group. In this mm-hmm. particular group. Cause yeah. He, yeah, she sees them in his hand, which is, you know, kind yeah. of a weird and, way to see it. Uh, Rand and the Ashaman make magic bridges <laughs> no. to walk from the boat to the Sea Folk ship. Like, this is a fucking awesome entrance. This is such a baller dragon move. He's just <laughs> yeah. like, oh yeah, I'll just like, walk up this invisible magic bridge I weave, you know? Mm-hmm. No, how, do people, how do people normally get on your ships? I don't know. This is how I do it. <laughs> a little <laughs> right. bit of Jesus going on here, walking across water. That's right. Oh yeah, that's true. And, this, and they immediately start this careful negotiation of... Like how he gets to come on the ship and who gets to come with him to the negotiation inside the in the room, and Rand's tavern powers give him an immediate advantage. The the sea folk wave mistress that they're talking to just starts blurting out things and conceding things to them yeah. that she didn't mean to. This tavern like warping of the pattern really seems to be a big advantage here because they're just like 
letting the, all of their leverage go immediately, right? Yeah, yeah. And and Marana proves herself to be extremely useful mm-hmm. because Rand doesn't pick up on any of the currents that are going on, right? <laughs> he, he's just like, I thought it'd be cool to walk over here on a bridge. And that's as far as he thought, right? <laughs> yeah, but Marana's like, yeah, she just admitted that you were the Koromur. That's a big concession. Like, you shouldn't go in there alone. And she also knows that the that the women on their, the Windfinders are channelers, too. Right. They immediately notice that they're channelers. Which is super helpful information for him to have. Absolutely. Also true, yeah. Because I get, I think he didn't know, I, I lose track of who knows what, but I don't None think of them he knew this. that before that, no. right? Yeah. The, the only people that knew this were like Elaine and Nynaeve and Egwene. Right. And but so Moran had just found it out just then, or did she... They, they just found it out because they got they came on board. Okay. Yeah, because I said I can see other women Right, I know they can see women who are channeling, but I don't know if they knew it because she didn't seem surprised by it, but maybe we just didn't see that. I, I think she's just keeping it together. Yeah. Yeah. Great it's awesome great. thing. Yeah. Yeah. She's really good. Uh, they this chapter throws a whole lot of names at us. Yes, <laughs> we made. I I wrote it down to keep it straight. We meet the clan wave mistress, who's the chief of the clan. Right. The captain of this ship, who's like the wave mistress of this ship. Right. And the clan channeler, who's like the wind caller of the clan. Windfinder. The windfinder. Yeah. And the windfinder of this ship. And but they're not the boss of the sea folk. The boss of the sea folk is the mistress of the ships. Who's also, who we've recently met and is in Ebidar. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, and Rand sits there in the room with them and they just start giving him everything he wants because of his Taverian powers. And this is a big deal because this the head of this clan has authority to speak on behalf of the mistress of the ship. So even though she isn't that right. thing, she's essentially like got the voice of the queen. Yeah, and she admits that she needs to do the deal like to save her people. Like She admits that and, mm-hmm. and she's like... And all the other Seafolk people are staring at her like, what are you saying? And she's like, I don't know. <laughs> she's like, and, and, and Min is, is watching this and is like, don't worry. You are going to get punished, but not as bad as you think. Yeah. She's like, and also you're going to be the mistress of the ship someday. She's like, and she's like okay. okay. Who, are, who are you? <laughs> right. <laughs> and yeah, they, I, this whole way down here, I was actually thinking, Rand is going to screw this pooch. You know, yeah. He's coming in here with exactly the wrong attitude. Yeah. But no, his plan is like, I'm going to go and rub some Taveran on him and they're going to give me whatever I want. <laughs> It works. <laughs> that totally works. Hundred percent. Because yeah, he doesn't go in here with a plan at all. Like, <laughs> and it's just yeah, he picks an I said at random who happens to like fill in all the the knowledge gaps because he didn't study like Min asked him to. <laughs> it was like you should read up on the sea fault before you go. I was like, eh, it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> and God damn it, because he was top end, it was fine. Totally right. No vindication. Uh, Marana and Rafaela both show their loyalty here pretty pretty conclusively. I think. Yeah. Because Rafaela's in there in the meeting too. And he basically just leaves them to finish it, right? Yeah, and then he gets a little freaked out by being in an enclosed space, because I guess he's claustrophobic now, because of his time in the box. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. Every time I think about that, that, like, being trapped in the box, like, I would flip out. You know, I'm not claustrophobic now, but that would make me claustrophobic. Right, yeah. So he bails, and and they're all like, why don't you stay here? They're giving us everything. And he's like, ah, you got it. You're fine. (laughs) I hope they got it, because, like, once he walks out the room, is his tougher and shit still going on? Who knows? I don't think so. Hmm. But either well, way, one the, one thing he does get from them is important information that the Shan Shan are back. Yes. Yes. Because yeah. they, they say that we don't know what's happening. All our ships aren't coming back from that area. The he, Deadlands is that what they called it? Uh, they have a name for it. There, there's an out. Oh no, the, the 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 lands of the dead are the place where the Shan Shan are from. Okay. But they're saying that in certain areas their ships aren't coming back. Yeah, from like there it is. Chen the Chen islands Chen. of the dead. Yeah. Yeah, which are, I think it's just some islands out there. Yeah, I don't think he knows for sure that the Shanshan are there, but this is his first like hint that that's the case. Right, but he's yeah. finally making use of his navy. 
That's right. Yes. Yeah. He's got this I giant know. navy, and he's like, you'll spy for me, you'll carry troops and supplies. And it's like, and yeah. And you'll look out for the Sean Chen. Yeah. Yep. That's, that's... And this is, I mean, the Sea Folk make such a big deal about how this is the bargain that our prophecies say we will strike with the Koromor. And he's like, yeah, 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 cool, fine. Why don't you take that up with my delegate here? <laughs> mm-hmm. I think all things considered, Rand's actually letting him off pretty easy as far as like, you know. But wait, so what is, I wonder what they're supposed to get in return. Like, there's this bargain capital B. And I know that the Sea Folk, Folk are all about deals. Are they just hoping that he's going to be like, you get a, a bit of the pillaging Probably or like the Aeel, they, they probably want him to you know, not kill them all. Oh. Like preserve their people. Yeah, he's not going to... I don't think they're going to get that one. I got, <laughs> bad, I got a bad feeling about that one for him. <laughs> but Rand, look at all these women they have. Oh, can't have point. all these women die. That is a good point, yeah. He'll think about that. And uh, he's in such a good mood because this went so well, he tells Min that it's time to go settle the rebels. <laughs> Chapter 35, Into the Woods, Icon of the Dragon's Fang. Uh, they're back at the palace, and Min is watching Rand pack up to go meet the rebels. Yeah, Min chapter. Yeah, Min chapter. Pretty fun. I always love Min chapters. Uh, she's sitting there while he's packing, just thinking about redecorating. Yes. Yeah. All I, the women uh, have gone really femme in this book. Yeah, that doesn't seem like a Min thing, right? Like, any th- the idea of putting on like makeup and a dress... In, was it three books ago when she was in the White Tower, flipped her out like she hated it, right? Mm-hmm. So what what is it about this like domestic decorate the the palace thing that yeah, because Min's like nesting or interior decorating or something weird, and Nynaeve is super into her clothes, but I think those are the only two though, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, those are two characters that that is a very uh, out of character twist, I would say. You know, mm-hmm. but you know, we'll see. Mm-hmm. She, she also mentions that Rand is going to fail without a woman who is dead and gone. Yeah, I mean, that's got to be Moraine. That's right? what I was thinking. It's got to be Moraine. Yeah. Who is in, in a, goo, a puddle of goo. Or Lanfear. Or Lanfear. It could be Moraine, but remember, she also says in this chapter that her prophecy about Moraine was the only, or her, her viewing of Moraine was the only one that did not end up being true. Yeah. So. And I think that Min's viewing is why Moraine believed she was going to marry Tom Marilyn. Oh. That's why she sent that letter. Yeah. That makes sense. So Moraine either is not actually dead or, I don't know, maybe it's some weird outside the pattern thing that happened, kind of like how Balefire destroys everything. Yeah. I mean, this is... A, this. Right. Oh, that's an interesting idea. I like wonder if Balefire like... could unmake her... Prophecies. That's an interesting thought. Yeah, but, yeah. The, but the door itself, right? Because the door goes somewhere else outside the pattern, maybe? True. Or a different part of the pattern. Another like, dimension where they can see things yeah. in, of the pattern in a different way. So maybe maybe they can change things, or things related to the dimension can change things. Yeah, that's an interesting thought. So Moraine is probably Puddle Goo. Or yeah. Portal Goo. Portal Puddle Goo. Yeah, a Puddle of Portal Goo. A Puddle of Portal Goo. Right. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want Moraine to be gone. Also, I like it when we see the different dimensions, like the snake people. Yeah, I mean, there's still one portal left, right? They melted one, but not the other. Yeah, the one is still in tier. Yeah. Uh, but that was to the fox people, right? Not the snake people? Uh, I it was the other, the other way, way around. around. Oh, yeah, because yeah, okay. the, the fox people were the, in the portal in Ruidian, because that's who killed Matt. Yes. The first time he died. Right. Or the second time? Probably the first time. Did the dagger um, thing kill him? Yeah, do you count the dagger thing? I don't know. I kind of, I mean, yeah, I don't know. He dies every couple of like, books. He, yeah. Wow, we're, I wonder if we're overdue for another Matt death. <laughs> Let's read on and find out. Yeah. Rand is super, super overconfident. Yeah, I know. You have one good day with a sea folk, and now you think you can do anything, huh? Yeah. So Rand and men travel alone to the rebel camp. 
Yeah, this is this is this is terrible. Like he teleports over there and just walks up. I mean, yeah. I get that this is a classic Rand move, like walk up and just like you know everything yeah. works out. He's like, no, no, no. I put some gloves on so they can't see my tattoos. They won't have any clue. <laughs> it's such a bad idea. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I would have thought, oh, this is a bad idea. This is not going to work. Except the minute he portals in, they all the lords, the rebel lords, just like show up. Yeah. They were just out hunting, and they show up there. Yeah, I love this. Like Lady Caroline, who's like the head of the was it the Kyrian and yeah. rebel forces, and Moraine's cousin, and Moraine's cousin, right? She shoots a crossbow off in the air. She's like, "Oh, I just wanted to demonstrate that I'm not gonna, you know, shoot at you or anything. I wanted to unload my crossbow by shooting in the air." Yeah. And then like another dude, uh, Darlin, rolls up, who's the, the head of the tier, like you know, contingent. And it's like, you almost hit me with that crossbow bolt. What's going on? Oh, hi. You know, it's just, there's, there's we're <laughs> leaning real hard into the tavern as a plot device. Here. Yeah. There yeah. could not be a more tavern thing. But than you know what? Canon. I'm okay with it. Yeah. That's no, kind of fun. It's working. Yeah. yeah. This is better than Rand ranting and being insane and having bad dreams in his rooms. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and Lady Caroline immediately realizes who Rand is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's lukewarm towards Rand, you know, as a rebel in the field under arms would be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, lukewarm is probably about as good as he could get from that, right? Like, yeah, this is even a good sentiment for this, really right? really great, yeah. <laughs> and she even covers for him with the other lords. She introduces him as her cousin, Tomas. I want to point out that Lady Caroline kind of explains her grievance to Rand, and it's kind of legit. It is, yeah. Yeah, she's like, okay, yeah, you know, you can bring Elaine back, that would be good, but like... You know, horrors walk the streets while you're in in Kyrian. That's bad, right? Just, just don't come to Kyrian, and I'm cool. You know, but yeah. just, you know, I mean, that's reasonable, I guess. I think that's kind of Rand's plan, right? Once I, I imagine that once he plants Elaine somewhere, he wants to be away from her. So you know, right? Yeah. Although I don't know, is he still on that kick? I mean, now I he's realized that he can he can just have sex with the women he loves. Well, at least one of them. Min's different because she's like a boy. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, Min kind of talks Caroline down a little bit because she's been doing Herod Fell's research. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she says, oh, no, it's not actually bad things that are happening around him. It's just extreme circumstances. Random stuff is happening. So good stuff happens as well as bad stuff. She gets pretty philosophical. Yeah, it's, it's very interesting. Also, I'm a little worried because that is exactly the research, probably, that got Herod Fell disassembled. Oh, mm-hmm. man, that's right. Yeah, he was he stumbled upon something in his philosophical research that... Sent them to. They sent some like a golem, a, yeah, yeah, a golem, golem or whatever, something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. some little assassin dude who murdered the heck out of him. But I think Min has a much far greater grasp of reality than Herod failed it. <laughs> well, so yeah, hopefully true. it'll help preserve her. Yeah, and I, and I think that's that's good. You know, she's smart. I think that this, it's good that she's going to be going into this stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Rand goes along with the masquerade and pretends to be a minor noble. He doesn't try very hard. <laughs> I know Min is watching this whole thing is like oh we're doing this now we're going to the rebel camp okay <laughs> and he's not yeah he's just like he, he's not saying anything to like lean into this I'm Tomas story right right yeah and then like one of the the Darlin the other lord the lord from Tyr is, is like gives him a very polite I'm a very important person bow and Rand gives him like the equals bow right back to him and like offends all the lords. Because <laughs> he's Rand's, supposed to be a minor lord according yeah, to his cover story. Right, and he spends his time like glaring at everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, dude, 
just chill it out. Okay, uh, this is totally unrelated, but was anyone else distracted by the name Darlin? Yes. <laughs> oh, really? Or Darlin? Darlin. Oh. Every time I was like, I couldn't, I couldn't avoid hearing it in my head in like a southern accent. Uh-huh. Lord Darlin. How you doing, Darlin? <laughs> no, I did not think of that. <laughs> I found it very distracting. <laughs> and uh, we find out that Darlin is pursuing Caroline. Uh, which is bum, romantically. Bum, bum. <laughs> Sorry, every time I said that, I was thinking that. Sweet Caroline. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. Exactly. So Caroline and Darlin. This is very distracting. <laughs> oh my gosh. At least these names are easy to remember. You know whose names I'm going to remember. I hope these people are important because these are sticking with me. <laughs> that, uh, but Min has a viewing uh, on their way to the rebel camp that... Darlin and Carolyn. Now you can't not hear it, right? Darlin and Caroline <laughs> are going to get married, and that Darlin is going to be a king of some kind. Yeah, which is weird because there aren't any kings in Tear. Yeah, right. And the crown she describes is like a sideways sword, but just something I don't think I've heard of at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Is it a crown of sideways swords? Oh, oh it's a titular. No, maybe not. I don't know. Maybe a titular <laughs> reference. Uh-huh. A crown maybe, of sideways. Maybe swords. there's another sword on the other side that you couldn't see, making it swords plural. Oh, right, because otherwise it's just a crown of sword. Right. Yeah. So is the implication that he's going to marry Caroline and become a like king regent of uh, Kyrian? I, I think she would have recognized the Kyrian and crown. Mm. Yeah, because Colavier so. wore it once. Right. So this is a I, maybe they're gonna merge the kingdoms together somehow. Maybe. Who knows, right? All ties are gonna be broken and everything's gonna be turned upside down. Mm-hmm. But Darlin and Caroline both seem all right for nobles. Yeah, yeah I think I think like there's this moment when Rand is like walking with him and talking with him and is like, are you just? Becoming friends with this dude here, yeah. this, this rebel who's like supposed to hate you, <laughs> right. even, even though he has this super long nose. It's so long and ugly. Well, that's what Min long. thinks. Rand doesn't think that. Except then <laughs> he calls Min Rand's wife, and so maybe his nose isn't as long. Oh God, I know. There's this whole transition. It's like, well, with a laugh like that, maybe his nose isn't that bad. <laughs> yeah, I forgive him for for that long nose. Mm-hmm. I think the implication is that he's not a great looking guy, but he's very charismatic and likable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Personally, me personally speaking, I like a long nose. In like... On a person. I think it looks good. I yeah. wish my nose was longer. You, you'd probably be a big Fayil fan. I do like Fayil. <laughs> because of her nose, I know. Because of her big hook nose. <laughs> it's got character. <laughs> uh, Darlin lends them horses, by the way, and oh. invites them to the camp. He's very welcoming to these randos that he just met. And he doesn't lend them horses. He well, takes he, the horses from a couple of them. He lends them someone else's horses. Yeah. I thought you know, that was actually pretty funny. It's very menschy, though, because he does it. He, he knows that random men do not have horses, or he thinks that there's no way they could afford it, so he does it in a very polite way. Yeah. And they ride into the, the camp. There's a whole lot of nobles there and some soldiers. Uh, I, I think it's it's shown that they don't actually have a lot of soldiers under arms, but they have a whole lot of nobles just sort of sitting around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's some bad guys there. Yeah, they yeah. do mention that they don't have they have some mercenaries, the White Lions, I guess. Yeah, which are Gabriel's guys. Yes, and R- R- Rand is basically like, wait, is it Rand or Min? One of them says, "Well, you you know, th- there's I'm not fa- what does he say? So like, I'm not familiar with them, but I know that if you look at them, you're bound to find some dark friends. Or if you're looking for dark friends and you look at the white lions, and you won't be disappointed. There's something like that. It's like, <laughs> why yeah. do you know about them? Yeah, I know, right? Why? Okay, maybe Randall Thor knows about that, but Tomas from the Andor doesn't know about that dude. <laughs> Come on. It was Rand who said that. Yeah, he, he's not even trying. Yep. 
so they go into a big old tent with all the nobles in it having a big old time, and there's a bunch of Aes Sedai there, including Cad Swain and some of her hench uh, women, hench Aes Sedai, and a bunch of Red Aja. We don't know why she's there, right? She's just there. She's just there, yeah. yeah interesting. Suspicious as fuck. Yeah, I don't trust her. No. Um, they see uh, the leader of the White Lions, this one David Hanlon, who's a really bad guy. Yeah, and Min is like, oh, he does murders, and she's like, oh, you know him? She's like, no, I just, I just get the feeling. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Both of them are doing a bad job at this cover. <laughs> right, but they're, they're mercenaries. They're here for Darlin's money. Right. Darlin. Darlin. Uh, lots of new names. I think I remembered all the names. Um, they also meet the guy from Andor, uh, Lord Toram Riaten, uh, who is there with Patton Fane. I yep. know. I wondered what he'd been up to. Don't you mean Mordeth? Yeah, Gerald Mordeth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because it's like, Mordeth is obviously an evil name, but he just like throws a random front name on the Yeah, Gerald's no, I'm like, like I'm, I'm Bob Kills-a-Lot. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm, I'm Gerald Ge- Morden. <laughs> I'm Jerry Super Evil Man. <laughs> it's a family name. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but Lord Torum Riatin is super evil. Who is also pursuing Caroline for her hand in marriage. But like in a super scummy, gross way. Yeah, yeah. Very much so. Yeah. It kind of makes sense that he's with Patton Fane because he seems like a real shitty dude. Yeah. And I, I wonder if he was a shitty dude before Patton Fane got to him. Though. That is a great point because he... Patton Fane is like... Like he's, soul he's poison, mortal. right? That's what yeah. he does, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and my favorite thing, probably in all these books happens when it happens, is Rand sees Pat and Fane and he crushes the wine cup in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's so good. Does nobody else notice that? I don't think anyone comments on it, right? Yeah. He just like crushes the cup in his hand. Which is, okay, first of all, that's kind of hard to do, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's not easy. Yeah, and then, you know, nobody says anything. Right? I mean, maybe this is normal behavior for lords if they see somebody... That they've never met before, they stare them down across the party and crush a wine glass in their hand. That's how you assert dominance with new people in lordshipness. <laughs> I love it. I think Lan's done that once, and Perrin has done that once, and now Rand's done it. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah. The signifier of the badass. Man, I need to go find some silver cups in practice so I can do this. You know, this is this is important. This is like you a... have to fill them with wine first. Oh, right. That's a good point. And get really angry. <laughs> I mean, you know, like eventually, right? It's like baby steps. <laughs> yeah. I'll, uh, I'll start, start with, with a Dixie cups. cup of, <laughs> of juice. Yes, Dixie cup of grape juice and then work my way up to a silver cup of wine. Oh, yeah. Right. And, and, and as Rand is staring down Pat and Fane, Cat Swain takes a moment to come over and just shit on Rand a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I hate Cat Swain. Yeah, she sucks. I hope she dies as soon as possible. Yeah, well, I mean, who knows, right? Yeah. Uh, and But yeah, then evil Lord Torem challenges Rand to a sword duel. Because he saw Rand standing next to Caroline. This yeah. was dumb. Yeah, even though they're cousins, he's he's still like, oh, you're you know near the lady that I like, so you you know yeah, I'm gonna fight you. No, mm-hmm. I mean, apparently he does it out of sheer assholery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Rand is still hanging on to his um, disguise, so he won't take off his coat or his gloves, and he has to fight in them so that they don't see his dragon tattoos. <laughs> but yeah. also, like a minor lord, he's like, yeah, I'll fight you. Yeah. <laughs> Great disguise, man. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. And then he like reveals that he's a blade master, as I, I, many he, minor lords are. What he actually says, I wrote it down, is, is Min's like, or, or Caroline's like, don't do this. She'll, he'll beat the shit out of you. He's a monster. And Rand's like, eh, I might as well see where this leads. <laughs> Which <laughs> is like, it's totally a, like a, a character in a video game. Like, I'm just gonna 
follow these dialogue options to see what happens. <laughs> Hit X a bunch until something happens. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, but he's still using his Taverian powers, right? He's just like, no, this is happening now. I'm going to see what happens when I do this. Yeah. So chapter 36, Blades, Icon of the Dagger. The dagger. That's Yeah, yeah. The, the ruby-hilted dagger. Right. Uh, the lords all clear a dueling space in the tent. They're going to be using practicing swords. Yeah. Uh, has Rand been practicing the sword lately? Yeah, didn't he just fight like five people at once a little while ago? It's unclear ago, when the last time money? he did that was. Because that was before the box thing, Was right? it? And he's been standing in his room ranting and talking to Luz Theron mm. for the last week or something, right? At least, well, I think it was like three or four days, so he hasn't fought in that yeah, time. How, yeah, how long has it actually been since he practiced? I mean, Min has seen him do it. She mentions that she's seen him for, fight four or five dudes, so right. at least, you know, sometime recently, I guess. Yeah, there's another cool sword duel, which is, I think is written really well. It's from Min's perspective, where she's like, it's like they're dancing. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's you know, again, one of these like fun action scenes that Robert Jordan does really well. Right, yeah. And uh, Caroline talks a little bit about Torum in this, like, preamble to this fight, and apparently he's like a real douchebag. Yeah. And she mentions that, like, a friend of his touched his horse or something like that. Without permission, he broke his back. Like, oh, pushing him yeah. downstairs. Like, fuck <laughs> this dude. Yeah, awful. Uh, but Rand eventually loses because the tent is snatched up away into the sky and they are surrounded by evil fog. So is this, I guess this is Fane because uh, the Fane disappears shortly after Rand appears. Yeah, yeah, he, he skedaddles off because Rand probably was about to bailfire him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that seemed likely, right? Yeah. And I can't tell, do you think this is Mashadar? That's what I, I was wondering. was having trouble telling. Yeah, so so there's fog and there's creatures that are formed out of the fog, but Mashadar was just tentacles, right? Like yeah, giant it was like fog, fog tentacles. tentacles. So and yeah. Mashadar talked, which this thing does not. Well, Machin Shin talked. Machin Shin talked. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Mashadar is the thing that was in the city where... The dead city. It had like yeah. tentacles that would latch onto a trolloc and it yes. would scream. I bet it is Mashadar. It's, it seems like it, right? Yeah. Se- I mean, it's possible, but like, is Mashadar something that can just be summoned anywhere? Paddenfane hasn't done this before, right? Yeah, but maybe he, this is his chance and he's doing it or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, this is something, either way, this, this seems to be something that we haven't seen before exactly, you know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, everybody scatters in the mist and the fog. And yeah, there's fog monsters everywhere. Uh, Cat Swain immediately starts blasting with fireballs. Because the first thing that it grabs is one of the Aes Sedai. Yeah. And lifts her into the fog. And, and, and she's able to actually throw fireballs at something in the fog that can kill it to do something. Yeah. They team up. Cat Swain and her sidekicks. Right. And Randon Men and Darlin and Torum and... Uh, what's her name? Caroline. Sweet Caroline. <laughs> Sweet Caroline. <laughs> and they decide, to, yeah, they decide to all fight their way out. Yeah, they're back together. to back in like a star pattern. It's kind of right. cool. Yeah, and the monsters, it's horror, right? It's like Lovecraftian, these... Monsters that are all tentacles and teeth, they're coming out and tearing people apart. Yeah, and if you you can cut them with a sword, but they reform pretty quickly, so it doesn't seem to be helping much. Yeah, and and the Aes Sedai are doing most of the fighting, and then Rand outs himself by bailfiring one of the things, which uh, Catswain slaps him and says, "You should never do that again." I guess she's what bitten by bailfire as a kid. I don't know. Well, it's. I mean, we we've been told over and over that bailfiring is a bad idea, right? Yeah, but... Because, like, it unravel the whole pattern. But I'm I, surprised Katsuene knows that. She, She's mysterious. Yeah. And also, 
she probably doesn't know how many times Rand's used Balefire in the past, <laughs> which is a lot. Yeah, <laughs> like all the time. Deals with most of her problems. Most of his problems with Balefire. Right. Which and, again, it solves those problems, so you can't really fault him for it. Yeah. And this freaks out all the other lords. Toram uh, runs out into the fog, and Darlin is is you know freaked out. He's like, "Oh my God, you're him, right? Mm-hmm. I was so nice to you. I let you ride my friend's horse." <laughs> Uh, oh, I'm sure Torum's dead too, right? Because he ran into the fog. I uh, know he's friends with Pat and Fane. Yeah. He's probably alive, right? Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, and then Pat and Fane, speaking of, attacks, jumps out of the fog, and gets Rand with the dagger. And only just a little, though, but yeah, we know that that dagger is bad news. Yeah. It, it takes down Rand, and Pat and Fane gets away. You know, I do want to point out that Min told him it was a bad idea to wander into the rebel camp. And, like,. <laughs> You know, this is not the best outcome. I thought it was actually going pretty good, you know? Until the evil fog, or...? Well, yeah, right up until the evil fog. He, <laughs> he made friends with two of the three main lords, and he was about to beat the other one in a sword duel, because he probably would have won, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, that would have been cool. So what? the only thing that he didn't do right here is he should have bail-fired Pat and Fane before he left. Right, he should have done that immediately. Yeah, right? he I don't shouldn't. Know why he didn't. He I don't know why he time didn't crushing the cup. He, <laughs> just he really should have killed Pat and Fane immediately. Like he doesn't get very many chances to kill this guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess he was just still trying to maintain his cover or something. <laughs> Poorly. Could have yeah. killed him without the power. Oh yeah, could have just run over there with a sword and cut him down. Like the nobles do that all the time. <laughs> this guy owes me money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're an Ebu Dar, that's just like a Monday. That's right. <laughs> it's true. He was between me and the punch bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, he was. He's Ebu Dar, guys. That's what he does. <laughs> and they're all like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that tracks. It's false. <laughs> uh, so Rand is down, and Samitsu, who interestingly, Kat Swain refers to as the best living, maybe best ever healer. Tagaren. Yeah, but... Sh- she can't be the best ever, right? Because she's not from the Age of Legends. Well, as far as Katsuwane knows, maybe. I mean, like, I don't know. She probably doesn't know much about the Age of Legends. I don't. I always forget how much people actually know about the stuff that we know. Oh, right, yeah. Maybe, but yeah. Maybe she means the best ever in our time. In recorded history. Yeah, but she tries to heal Rand, but she, she can't heal him. Uh, and she says the, the same old thing we always hear. It's not a real wound. It's full of evil. Mm-hmm. But now this other wound is also full of evil, yeah. but it's a different kind it's of evil. It's different evil. Like, that's that's milk evil, and this is dark evil. Yeah. <laughs> it's peanut butter evil. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you've got chocolate that's, in my peanut butter. you got peanut butter in my chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> so now it's, I guess it's like double evil now. It's right, right, yeah. Or, I mean, does evil, maybe it's evil times evil? I don't know. Oh. But she, she keeps him alive, at least. Yeah, barely. And they keep going, and Darlin actually carries Rand, this guy that is his arch enemy. And uh, they managed to make it out of the fog. Yeah. Like, say what you will about Katsuane, but she knows how to take charge. Yeah. And lead a party. It's true. Uh, and the rebel army appears to be thoroughly defeated. Yeah, there's a couple people who stumble out, but they are not in good shape. Mm-hmm. Right, And yeah. seem to be maybe a little bit mad. Right. And they all stagger back to Kyrian. Uh, which surprised me. They, the rebels are only five miles away from Kyrian? I think Rand didn't really care about him, right? Like, that was a thing. He was just like, yeah, hey, we'll deal with him later. They're not doing anything. I guess I thought it would be harder than... It's like a day trip to take care of these people, right? Well, yeah, but it's, it's like messy politically, right? Because they're not, they're not openly attacking him, and they're people with friends. I don't know. I mean, yeah. Uh, and they commandeer a turnip wagon. <laughs> like you do. It's like you do. I want to point out here that Katsuwane tries to, tries to take him to their little Aes Sedai lair. Right. 
and Min is like, no, which thank goodness she's there, right? Right. Because Katsuhane is not to be trusted. No. Absolutely not. Who knows what she would have done? Kept yeah. him un- unconscious or something like that or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Min's like, no, no, no. If he wakes up surrounded by strange Aes Sedai, you, you have no idea how bad it can go. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they ask her about that, and so she actually explains to them what happened with Rand in the box. Which I think is a terrible idea. Yeah, it's, it gives them, it makes him weaker to them. Yeah, Katsuhane is always looking for a lever, and she just gave him like a, or gave, gave Katsuhane a huge uh, leverage here. Yeah, I also thought it was a little odd that she explains it to Katsuhane and her sidekicks. She's also explaining it to Caroline and Darlin, who are still there, and she's explaining it to that turnip farmer. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> right there. You know? She's like, you know, this is supposed to be a big, big secret, but fuck it. Let's, let's all talk. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and Katsuhane makes some subtle comments that are not reassuring at all if you're worried about Katsuhane's plans for Rand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she says, oh, I won't hurt him any more than I need to. Uh-huh. Yeah, great. Yeah, uh, that's the yeah. same Aes Sedai bullshit we've been hearing this whole time. Yeah, yeah. Min's like, cool. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool, yeah. yeah. Cool, cool, uh, cool, 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 cool. So eventually they take Rand back to his rooms at the palace, uh, arousing an uproar mm-hmm. as they ride through the streets with the cart and, and charge into the palace and carry him all the way into his rooms. They're really lucky they didn't get like blasted by somebody because like this is sort of like driving a, a unmarked jeep up to the Pentagon at full speed or something, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, right. Like you're gonna get you know shot by somebody, right? Mm-hmm. But they make it. Luckily. They make it, yeah. Taverin, right? Yeah. And uh, they've done all they can, and they're just waiting there for Rand to maybe get better when something we, they didn't expect happens. The Ashaman come in and try healing him. Yeah, this is interesting. So some of the Ashaman can heal. Flynn apparently has a special talent for it. Flynn yeah. being the Ashaman. And, and Dashiva thing. has been encouraging Flynn to specialize in healing. Is Flynn one of the random people that Rand picked out of his like selection of Ashaman? Yeah. He's just, like picks a random person and this guy ends up being super clutch all of a sudden. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. Tavarin, man. Tavarin. Also, yeah, so I guess Ashaman have talents too. Yeah. And uh, Dashiva, I, he's got to be a Forsaken. 100%. I or, think he's just crazy. Yeah, he's either a Forsaken or he's going mad from the uh, the corruption. That's what I thought it was. I, I don't know. Yeah, the, just the way this is framed, like the, you know, they they know how tame can do some healing, but that kind of healing sucks. It's like really rough. But they when they found out Flynn had a talent for it, Dashiva is the one that's been encouraging him. You know, crazy Dashiva who stands in the corner being insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's is, true. Is like manipulating people or or is is. Is like influencing other people. Yeah. And then after Flynn actually does a little bit of healing on Rand, Dashiva's like, there, he's fine now. Like he knows. Mm, interesting. It's like, I don't know. It just seems really forsaken y to me. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Which forsaken? Could be a lot of them. All uh, of them. He's probably some ale. No, he's probably. Not some ale. Yeah, he's not subtle enough. Well, yeah, yeah. Some ale's not subtle enough. Yeah. Uh, what is it? The other it could, one? It could be Demandred. Probably Demandred, yeah. Uh, who are the other male Forsaken that are still around? That are still around? Is Robin still around or was he? No, Robin's... Just, he's Balefard. He's okay, Balefire. Okay, yeah. Uh, but his people are still... Well, Lord Gabriel's people are still around, though. Yeah. Okay. True, but... Yeah. Um, hmm. Missana, but that's a woman. Semiramis yeah, is I a mean, woman. Like, the Agonor, Balthamel, and Ishmael are all dead. Yeah. 
But we know that... And Demandred, yeah, Demandred's the only one floating around, right? But two of them came back, right? And they were put into the bodies of this, so that's... Right, but neither of them was put in, like, a fat, crazy body. Oh, yeah, that's true, yeah. I think they're both supposed to be, like, beautiful people or something, right? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, don't know. But it's just something... This guy is not... Is not correct. Something is weird about him, yeah, Yeah. for sure. Uh, But, yeah, Flynn's healing, and... I really like this guy, actually. He's like, oh, it helps when I talk. And he just gives his whole life story. He's healing. <laughs> He's just like monologuing. Yeah. I was just like watching him. Like, what the fuck is that guy doing? Yeah. It's, just, yeah, it's like, uh, you know, I couldn't be a soldier anymore because I got this wound. It's my 15th wound that I got in 40 years. <laughs> yeah. But it, it works, right? He, he does some kind of healing thing where he, he doesn't heal the wounds, but he locks them together. Like he seals them off. Yeah, it's like flesh sculpting or something, right? Like he <laughs> right, puts it yeah. in a little pocket. The scene actually kind of reminded me of when Nynaeve unstilled Swan. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, just that like stream of consciousness going on, but working on the body. Right, yeah. yeah she distracted herself. Yeah. And he was able to do it. So maybe that's what he's doing. He's distracting himself so he can do this like, this thing that he naturally does or something, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Either um, way, uh, Samitsu is very impressed. Right, yeah. Uh, and she, yeah, she corners Flynn. Is like, tell me everything you know. And he's like, oh, I, don't know. I mean, I was in the army for forty years. <laughs> <laughs> no, what she says is, I'll give you all my gold. I'll bear a child, bear your child. Just tell me what you want, what you know. <laughs> it's like, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Chill it out there a little bit. Yeah, it's like I, I'm married, lady. <laughs> so Rand is still unconscious, um, but he now he seems to be out of the woods. And Min climbs into bed to protect him as this uh, very symbolic. Uh, triptych is there as Kat Swain and Dashiba and Amis are all standing there looking down at Rand with their all their own personal aims in their eyes. Yeah, it's a really good thing Min is there because Rand is particularly vulnerable right now. There's a lot of people out yeah. here who are not great. He's light on friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. Especially since he sent a bunch of his friends away. <laughs> yeah. So, wow, this is a lot of stuff happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ser- seriously, this is li- like, I. I I, th- I guess Rand is out of the woods, according to Dashiva, but uh, at this point he's got the he's got the sea folk on his side. He's <laughs> handled the re- the rebel situation one way or the <laughs> yeah, other, right? No, like, I mean, like I mean, he didn't trigger the fog monsters, but you know, he's I mean, not he, saying no to the fog <laughs> monsters killing all his enemies. Yeah, he didn't trigger the fog monsters, but he did sort of trigger the fog monsters yeah, just he, by being there. It probably wouldn't have happened if he hadn't showed up. That's right. So you know. I mean, he went there to solve the rebel situation. The it's, rebel situation it's kind solved. Of fun. Like yeah. Min was like, "No, no, no! This Taveran stuff. Like sometimes it's good. It's not all bad." But then fog monsters. Fog monsters. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you know, we know that Rand didn't do this, but not everyone knows that Rand didn't do this. I mean, Torum <laughs> definitely thought Rand did that, and we don't know what Caroline and Darlin think. Right, because they vanished. They yeah, they got got out while the getting was good. Yeah, that was smart of them. Yeah. <laughs> They were like, okay, we're helping this guy out, but like, he's leading us right into the concentration of our enemies. <laughs> so we're just going to go now. Yeah. Good I times. do hope we see them again. Yeah, mm-hmm. me too. Because now I remember their names. I like them. Uh, also I, that. When I saw that these were going to be Rand chapters, I was like, oh God, here we go again. But this was cool. I really liked him just walking into this, <laughs> into the encampment. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm some low, low level lord or something, whatever. What's going on with you guys? <laughs> so, I mean, like, that's, that, that's actually an interesting point. Like... Rand's chapters mostly kind of suck because most of his chapters he's sitting and like sulking, right? Like, yeah. And those are the really boring chapters. But like chapters where he's like doing things when he's tavering out, it's great, you know. Mm-hmm. Like when he's first got back from the, so when he when he broke out of the box, that was pretty cool. When he got back from the box thing and just like walked in and dealt with the uh, 
what's her name? That was... Colavere. Uh, Colavere, thank you. That was pretty cool. Like, when he does things, it's great. But unfortunately, he spends a lot of time not doing things. Yeah. I, I also think he's better when it's somebody else's perspective looking at him. Mm-hmm. Because... Honestly, I'm not that interested in him having conversations with his imaginary friend. No, yeah. not at all. And and even without his imaginary friend, he spends a lot of time just like thinking about how much everything sucks. You know, he's got kind of he's kind of a downer on the inside. Yeah, right. In his, in his brain, he's a downer. But yeah, from the outside, like he's he's pulling this like ballsy play to walk into the enemy camp, and he's doing the wine cup crushing thing. Yeah, and getting true. into sword duels is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wish he would do all. I wish all of his chapters were like that. Okay, so that's it for this episode. Next time we're going to cover chapters 37 through 39 of Crown of Swords. I am Jeff Lake, that's at Jeff underscore Lake on Twitter. I'm Alice Sullivan, that's at Alice M. Sullivan on Twitter and Blue Bonnet Cafe on Instagram. I'm Michael Sparkman, I still don't have one of those. If you have any comments, questions, or feedback, please drop us a line at hello at thedragonreread.com. We love hearing from you. Please share us with anybody you think will like us. Please give us good reviews wherever you got this. Please check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash club. Please like us in real life. We're just so likable. Until next time. The the light light illumine you. you.